or we might just continue. The studio. Okay. Okay. Richard played eternity, eternity. David, David Keene, a love interest for the newly divorced Anne Roman in the first series. However, that realized after half a dozen episodes that his character was being painted into a corner. In a 2016 interview with the AV Club, the noted character actor explained that David seemed to be constantly proposing marriage to Anne and she refused him every time. He was becoming a one-note character and the actor became even further frustrated when Lear insisted that Dave and Anne's romance be cast. It was made very clear via the script that they had done nothing more than hold hands and occasionally kiss. I said, write me off the show. Recalls of his conversation with Lear, he said, well, I don't really want. Yes, you do, Norman. That's why we're here. Write me off the show. He says, okay. Another character who seemingly disappeared without explanation was neighbor Ginny Warblick, a brassy cocktail waitress played by Mary Louise Wilson. Wilson had been appearing on and off Broadway since 1962, and it was while she was appearing in the revival of Gypsy that Lear offered her the role of Ginny. Wilson accepted the job based on Lear's track record, but she quickly decided that one day at a time was no all in the family. She and Bonnie Franklin never saw eye to eye. Wilson described Franklin as a constantly giving her a glassy glassy, semi-cross-eyed gaze as she criticized Wilson's performance, and she never got comfortable with the four-camera filming process. Like Marshu, she placed her cast to Lear and was released from her contract at the end of season two. Doctor who played, I want to say his name is Snyder, added his ever-present tool belt. Tool belt. Pat Harrington Jr. had an impressive television pedge degree when he was hired to play the role of apartment building Dwayne's I'm just gonna call him Dwayne Harrington took his new gigs very seriously and grew a clear gabled style mustache since Dwayne was supposed to be a notarized I have no idea what that word is. He also decided just half an hour before taping the first episode that something was missing from his character, wardrobe. He paid a studio electrician for his well-worn belt, complete with hammer, which he then slug around his hips. John Wayne style. The studio had trouble keeping up with Valerie Bartland's fan mail. Valerie 
who was cast as Anne Roman's daughter, Barbara, became the back breakout star of the series just after one season, with her girl-next-door face, button nose, and lush mane of hair. She was suddenly America's sweetheart, and as Harrington mentioned in TV Guide's Behind the Sitcom, the studio could barely cope with the sacks of fan mail addressed to Berlin. Interestingly enough, even though she was featured in most every teen fan magazine of the era, not to mention some People magazine covers, Value confessed in her autobiography that for many years she felt unattractive when compared to co-star Mackenzie Phillips. Meanwhile, Phillips was secretly in vast of not only Penelope's media popularity, but also her wholesome upbringing and family life. Was brought up in a close-knit Italian Catholic family while Phillips' childhood was unconventional to say the least. Ultimately, it was announced that her departure from the show was by mutual decision. Throughout the first five season, seasons of One Day at a Time, this is the original, Phillips struggled with addictions were hardly on an onset secret. Though that show was a rating juggernaut, the viewers loved her Julia Copper character. The young actress behavior eventually became cause for concern in later in 1979. People magazine reported that the show producers agreed that Mackenzie was suffering from fatigue, ordered her to take six weeks off to rest and put on some weight, in brief shape up or else. Just a few weeks after returning to the set in the early 1980s, she was reportedly given the choice to either say she was leaving the show for personal reasons or be fired. Bartenley and Elton John were mutually admirers. Barbara Cooper was an Elton John fan on the show, just as Bartley Barlingtonly was in real life. In fact, after she was, she and Philip sang Don't Go Breaking My Heart in costume as John and Kiki D on an episode. Some sent a tape of the performance to the rock star. He mailed Barnetly an autographed photo that read, You look more like me than I do. Bonnie Franklin got don't for Julian. As happens on all TV shows that use teen actors, the kids grow up. As Bartley and Phillips got older and more independent, their characters did the same, and eventually Anne Roman needed someone else to guide and nature. Glenn joined the cast in season six as Alex, the son of Nick and Anne's new boyfriend. Nick was played by Ron, who left after one season. Nick was... Okay, I'm not gonna repeat that. Let's just say he got into an accident. Alex came to live with Anne for three seasons. He was written out at the end of the eighth season. 
had accepted a role on the Anne Julian sitcom Jennifer Slept Here, which ended up lasting just one season. Uh, number 10, Sh Shinder almost got a spinoff. After nine seasons, Franklin and I want to just call her B decided not to renew their contract, but the ratings for one day at a time were still strong enough that the network wanted to keep the show going somehow. Their solution was a spinoff, the Schneider character into his own show. The episode entitled Another Man's Shoe was backdrop pilot for a proposal. Okay, so this was some of the facts that I was reading. I found that kind of interesting because I did not know that one day at a time until my stepdad came into my room with my dog and told me, oh, that's a TV show from the old days, and I guess this is a new version. I'm like, wait, there's another one? I'm like, I've never even heard of this show until just five seconds ago, but okay. And I'll watch both of them, and maybe I'll sit through a few episodes of both and compare if you want a comparison, the original versus the new. You know, everything in between. The good, the bad, the ugly, the happy. The okay. But it's interesting because I think I've seen like the show was cancelled on Netflix. The new one and then it wasn't um, or got picked up somewhere else, which can happen. Like, I know Netflix picked up Degrassi when that was cancelled. And then there were shows picked up off of Netflix when it was cancelled. Like, I know people were kind of upset when Sabrina the Teenage Witch was cancelled. Not Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Chilling's Adventures of Sabrina was cancelled and they were like, maybe the CW should pick it up. Which is a good question. Because I think that's where Riverdale was originally. But it's interesting. Like how some shows get spinoffs and some get picked up by other companies. Or like when I was growing up, I'm going to sound so old, Disney would rename the show. So like Hannah Montana was the original name and then it was Hannah Montana Forever. So they could have had like a new season and I think from what I read I could be wrong. They said it so they don't have to pay them more. I really don't know the facts. That's just what I read. And then there was like um, Live and Maddie and then Live and Maddie California and then like Bunked and Jesse were kind of like spinoffs. Jesse was first then Bunked so it's kind of interesting how like some shows get renamed and some shows just get a spinoff, some shows get picked up. Like the new iCarly got picked up from Paramount Plus. So it's interesting. I hope you all enjoyed today's podcast. Please give me a listen. And please um, try to talk to me on my Facebook or Instagram and let me know what you want to hear. But just post it to my wall, please. And I do mean like the anime's Facebook and Instagram.
If you want to hear me talk about books, movies, YouTubers, more conspiracy theories that I've read, and just hearing about them, like there's this podcast group, and talk about more podcasters. If you want to hear me talk about podcasters. But I just want to say, um, I hope y'all are enjoying my podcast, and I hope y'all are having a good day or evening or morning, depending where you live. I also hope you all have a great time and enjoy this slow, soft outro. Bye. Okay, so I found some little facts. One Day at a Time is American sitcom based on the 1975 series of the same title. Uh, with the idea of remaining the original series with the Latino family. Lear, Lear had previously produced the original series, so it was based on the original. The series depicts the everyday life of a Cuban-American family with each character finding their own journey, following the story of Penelope, a United States Army nurse corps veteran, facing her return to civilization life with a lot of unresolved issues from her time in the army. She works as a nurse in the office of Dr. Louisa Broxwick after her husband's alcoholism due to PTSD from his time in the army. Me, it in Penelope's words, unsafe to be in the house. She separate from Victor, taking the children with her. With the help of her Cuban mother, Linda, she raises two children, Alina and Alec. Apart from planning her daughter's quinceañera, Penelope starts dating and finds a love interest. Alina resists to have a quince, starts dating a teenager from her class to later realize that she is a lesbian after struggling in her ways to tell her family about her sexuality she finally comes out things I did not know okay in the second season Penelope continues to deal with her PTSD well getting back into the dating scene Alina finds a love interest in Sid who is non-binary Linda and S-C-H-I-N-E-I-D-R both reveal they are not U.S. citizens and therefore both take their citizenship tests. Towards the end of the season, Linda suffers a stroke and begins to hover between life and death. Things I did not know. This will be an interesting show to rewatch because I... Or continue watching. I also want to watch the, the old one, so let's see if we can find any facts about the original, just for the fun of it. Because sometimes I like to find the facts about the original just to see what it was about. Okay. It was okay. Why does it keep doing that? <laughs> it was a rich. It was. Partly an autobiography. What Neat Blake was an actress 
probably best known for her role as Dorothy Baker on the 1960s sitcom Hazel. I've never heard of Hazel. Blake was also the mother of three children, one of whom is actress Meredith Baker, who left her husband after 10 years of marriage and worked several day jobs at age 26 while taking drama classes at night in an effort to achieve her longtime dream of becoming a professional actress. In her 2011 memoir, Meredith Baker describe her upbringing as unconditional. She and her siblings, for example, were forbidden to refer to their mother as mom and were introduced to always address her as Whitney. But Blake decided that her decision to her career while being a single mom was the perfect promise for a TV show. It was only the second sitcom to feature a divorced mom. Whitney Blake married TV producer Alan Meanings in 1968. Meanings worked on the TV show Good Times, so he had a direct pipeline to Norman Lear. When he pitched Blake's divorced single mom idea, Lear, who was known for pushing the TV envelope on such a series as All in the Family and M-A-U-D-E. Okay, agreed that a divorcee with children might attract viewers who were in a similar situation but also pressed enough controversy buttons in middle America to make another hit. Yes, it sounds so ever so boring today. By 1975, Bonnie Franklin's Anne Roman was the only the second ever divorced mother to feature on a TV sitcom. Characters on The Lucy Show was the first divorced mom character, and many consider Roman to be the first potential of a divorced mother struggling to the rise to her teenage daughter. There was only one daughter in the original plot. Pilot. The original pilot, Lear film, started Franklin as a divorced nurse raising a teenage daughter. The proposed series was called Three to Get Ready and also featured Pat Harrington Jr. The apartment building and Marcia Rods as Roman's neighbor and friend. That particular pot didn't sell well, but Lear retold it to ditch the hospital setting and address and add a second daughter. He also decided that Marka Rod wasn't the right fit for the neighbor and hired Mary Lewis Wilson instead. Now called One Day at a Time, the series got a green light for CBS and debuted in 1975. A couple of key characters went missing. So... That's interesting. Maybe we'll continue watching both seer, both versions and see what happens. Okay, so PTSD is a psychotic disorder that may occur in people who have experienced or witnessed a traumatic event such as natural disaster, accident, a terrorist attack, war, um, being assaulted, uh, violence, 
So, it's not just people who are wars who get PTSD. I actually have PTSD from being assaulted and being abused. So, like, I'll wake up in nightmares sometimes, freaking out, screaming, and having, like, a panic attack and thinking that I'm actually in, like, I'll start to, or it's not even a dream. Sometimes I'm, like, I'm just in the middle of, like, doing something, and all of a sudden I think I'm somewhere else. And I'm back in that moment when it happened, and it gets really scary. I've been working through it, but it gets so hard sometimes. But in her case, she got it for being in Afghanistan during the war, and it was, like, really scary for her. But it's not just for people who have been in wars. It has been diagnosed for people who have serious injury, violence, who have been hurt, who have been abused. And yes, war and combat is definitely one of the main ones. But other people can have PTSD, too. So the mom was described some medicine. She wasn't sure she should take it, but she realized that starting to get panic attacks and starting to feel like you're back there and starting to dream and you're not really there was not good. So she took the medicine that was prescribed for her and her mother was nice enough to help her and show her like, hey, we can work on this together. So like, PTSD is mainly many names, uh, shell shock, uh, parasmatic stress disorder, symptoms, okay, intrusion, thoughts such as repeat memories, distressing dreams or flashbacks of the traumatic event, uh, advanced, avoiding reminders of a traumatic event, yeah, so I do all of these from literally probably a lot more than I realized. So I only got to three episodes of the show. I so far find it kind of like, reminds me like Golden Girls and George Lopez and kind of a combined state. Because I think they're Cuban from what I understood. And so kind of just reminds me of like a combination of shows, but it's like kind of fun, cute, but serious. And I think I might continue watching it eventually, like, if I'm, like, bored or just want to take a break from what I'm watching. Like, one of the shows I've been watching is Grey's Anatomy. And sometimes you need a break from shows like Grey's Anatomy and Law and & Order. Okay, so the reason I started watching Law & Order is exactly what you're probably thinking. And it helped me. But, like, if you need a break or you just want to watch, like, a fun comedy show that has, like, some issues but isn't, like, to the point you get kind of freaked out by it, that's a pretty decent show so far. I got the three episodes. Now, remember, this is on Netflix. And typical Netflix shows are, I think, like, an hour to 46 minutes long. It's a pretty big long show so like compared to watching something on like the normal Disney not Disney Plus but like or watching like hmm, trying to find a show that is not oh the Flintstones now that's another kid show the reason I 
been watching the Flintstones though is because my dog's obsessed with it. Yes, my dog actually watches TV. And she wakes me up about six, five, the latest it's been seven, to watch it. I don't mind. The Flintstones doesn't bother me. It's just like I'm still halfway awake and I'm like, okay dog, sure, I'll turn it on and then go back to bed. Like, I'm not really paying attention. But like, I like to watch, like try to find some new shows because I'm like, maybe there's something I'll really like and continue watching. This show might be one of them. I feel like the more seasons I get into, the more episodes, I mean, it'll talk probably more. Like they did makeup, which can be a huge issue for people. Males and females nowadays, can be like, do you let them wear makeup? When do you let them wear makeup? Like with my daughter, what age should you let makeup control you? Some people like it, some people don't. They talked about how like, some people are paid more than others. They talk about, and this is like only in two to three episodes. They talked about how this one guy was literally taking advantage of, I think it was either Lynn, maybe Linda or Penelope. I think it might have been Penelope. Yeah. Her coworker was like, oh, oh, I have an idea. And she's like, I just said that idea yesterday and you hated it. Now today you want to pretend like you made up this idea? She flipped out and I was like, you go girl, because like, after a while, when people keep taking advantages of your ideas, you get a little annoyed. I actually suggest, who knows? I mean, this could be a really old show, but I suggest watch it if you haven't watched it yet. And I hear there's another version, so I wanna check that one out too, cause I heard there's like two of them with the same name, which would be interesting. So I'm curious to see how that goes. I'm also very curious to see like maybe if I watch more maybe I'll watch like a few more episodes and give you an update maybe I'll make an update date for all of you <laughs> that didn't did that make any sense probably not so let's see today I did my YouTube TikTok I got my hair done which took most of the day my bangs are different colors again, which I love when I can do my bangs. And of course my other, the rest of my hair is red, but it's healthier again. Then I ate dinner, complained a little about a problem. Decided to watch Kindle Ray, and then I watched the Buzzfeed Unsolved. And then uh, I worked on animation, and now I'm talking to all of you. And I hope you all like my podcast. I will try to do like a, I try to do a review of a TV show Friday and a movie on Monday, and then like the movie will be on Tuesday, and then the review will be on Saturday. And every other day I try to do a kids show. I also wrote down names again. Cause I was like, oh, like she was talking about room 1046, then Andrea Meccano, Jonathan Ray, 
Nose, Diane Scutter, Alexia Patton, Louis Lee Prince was from BuzzFeed, Deuce and Haley, Lisa. These are some people who she was like, they need justice, they need, and I'll have more names. Oh, here's some Jessica Estedley, Emma Walker. Jody Sage Smith. So these are like some of the cases she was talking about. I like to just put their names out there to get people interest and for you all to look up and check it out. <clears throat> so for Find a New Show Friday, I found a new show. <laughs> yeah, I know I made a joke. <laughs> One day at a Time. Song reminds me of Golden Girls. Reminds me of George Lopez a little bit. They're having a debate about a quinceanera, which is a celebration of a girl's 15th birthday. It has its cultural roots in Mexico and is widely celebrated today by girls throughout Latina America. Now here's some of the characters' names. We got Penelope, Alina, Sid, Linda, Victor, Xavier, Dr. Bowrick, Max, Josh, Avery, Beth, Nora, Cameron, Josh, Berto, Alec, Finn, Snyder. Alec bought Alec bought a pair of six bought six pairs of sneakers. Jeez, if I would have bought even one pair of sneakers, my parents would have flipped. <laughs> yeah, no, that would not be okay. And six pairs, dang. Alina got a D on her test on purpose. Her mother did not like that. They moved fast from. One topic to another. Kind of reminds me of my ADHD and me. How I move from one topic to another topic to another topic to another topic. Penelope. Uh, uh, Alex wears pink shoes. So he bought a pair of fake backs for his shoes. Like stickers. And then he's like, oh, I'll just return my And the mom's like, no, that's like stealing. You're going to keep a no pair and you're gonna wear your sisters I wanna say they remind me of like brat dolls or like my scene or diva stars but they're not but they're like girls on the shoes and they're pink and Alina never wore them because they were too gender specific but the mom let him keep one pair that was like under a budget and I was like yeah that makes sense one, maybe two good pairs if you have the money. One for like school, maybe gym and outside. And then like one nice pair. I guess some people go, oh, well, it could be like one like fancy pair, one not so fancy pair. Uh, Alina wants to have a cream sienna to prove that her single mom can do it all. I have to say you go girls. It is a cute comedy 
and maybe kids show? Penelope has PTSD for more. Linda is wearing makeup. I have watched two episodes. The second episode was about makeup and how Penelope's co-workers made more than her. Okay, so there's this guy who's a nurse. And you know, they work the same job. She worked there longer though. And he makes more money than her. And the only reason from what I could understand was the boss is a pushover. And a lot of people think I'm a pushover. 